Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports, including NBA, Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV to get the bonus and get into action. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, hello, hello. This is Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and today we have an After Dark episode, and I'm excited because this is our first threesome on the After Dark episodes, and we are here at Patreon, so we can do whatever we want to do. I've got two sexy ladies, Private Talk, After Dark, and I hope that you are just as excited as I am. We have the lovely Caitlin Bell and Miss Carmen Karma. a little bit better i've seen your social medias from apart from afar but because i don't shoot anymore i don't really get to see like the inner nitty-gritty things of all the sexy things you ladies are doing so that's why i wanted to bring you here on private talk so we could talk about all these things and let us know what you've been up to and all those sexy things so caitlin tell us a little bit about yourself and uh see what you've been up to um, hi, Caitlin Bell here. Um, I started in the industry about a year ago. Um, started in September here in LA. Um, I wish I would have known about the industry way, way, way long time ago because were you locked in a closet? I mean, that's, there's porn <laughs> everywhere. Oh I mean, maybe not just like I mean, the internet nowadays. It's just like it's it's very accessible. Exactly. So, what did you not know about porn? Just I, the fact that you could, how easily maybe you could get into it, or the fact that it was just porn existed at all. I just didn't know that it was so business oriented. I thought, you know, there's always these horror stories that people talk about, but it has been like the best experience I've ever had. And I was engaged for a long time um, and was an escort. So I never thought about porn until COVID hit and I got recruited mm. off Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, that's an interesting dynamic of things because right. it's like, a, is it like, did your fiance limit you from not doing those things? Because you were a sexual person. You said, you know, you were an escort. So he knew that you were having sex and you knew how to do that. So it's like, was it because it was just where maybe it was more controlling and that you couldn't really expand? Or do you have an insight on that? Um, so I wasn't an escort when I was engaged to him. I was just living this rich girl lifestyle. Oh, so after um, him. And he was extremely controlling and he was having fun at the strip clubs while I was stuck at home being a housewife with no friends um, or family. So when I finally decided to leave him, I started working at the strip club that he used to frequent. In spite, <laughs> in spite of him, you're like, him. bitch, if you're not taking me with you, I'm fucking gonna strip myself. It's funny how that works because there's a lot of girls that do things where it's like, for like not really I wouldn't say envious but like to be spite of because it's like oh okay motherfucker like I'm a hot sexy bitch I could do the same fucking thing and you're gonna limit me not <laughs> exactly. today so did you see him um at the strip club that <laughs> no he never stepped foot in that strip club again um and I started dancing for two months 
And in those two months, I was able to afford an apartment and a car. And then I met a patron in there who was like, you'd be really good at escorting. And I, was, I said, you're absolutely crazy. He's like, well, let me hook you up with one of the top escorts in Atlanta. That's where I was living. And she taught me everything I knew. And I realized that I was made for the sex industry. It's, what is everything you know when you yeah. say that? What is what what is some things that you kind of taught like, or you were taught that you probably already kind of knew, but she kind of enhanced out of you? Uh, how to screen clients and how to okay. stay out of getting into trouble and um, potentially getting hurt. Um, I've had absolutely, I mean, of course it hasn't been a walk in the park, but I have not had a bad experience where it's traumatized me. It's actually made me feel more empowered than I ever have in my life. Is it because you have a community mm -hmm. with this woman that you're speaking of? Or how do you how do you give maybe some tips to some people that you can stay safe or you can be in those environments and not be as risky as some people may make it out to be? Yeah, so if you, I mean, any anything that you're doing, if you find the person that isn't a mentor, they can definitely lead you down the right path so that you don't get into trouble. Um, yeah, just meeting her changed my life. We don't speak anymore, and now I'm in the porn industry. But the thing that's different about the porn industry and escorting is when you're an escort, you're pretty pretty isolated by yourself. If you do have escorting friends that you talk to and you know verify clients through, but as far as like a community now in porn, I actually have coworkers that I can talk to and bitch about our you know bitch about our days. When in escorting, I was very isolated, um, but it did help. What is, what is some com or some complaints about bitching on your about your day in a porn set? Probably the ones that last <laughs> you know nine ten hours, which don't happen as often as I thought they would. But you know it's exhausting being on set that long. And you said you've been in the business for how long? Uh, it'll be it was a year June twenty sixth. Girl, sit in you buckled that seatbelt. It's a long, yeah. long ride. Nowadays, <laughs> I feel like it's not as bad as like you know the the long hour type sets because of um, platforms like OnlyFans and things like that. So it is kind of different, but. I mean, I can remember being on those types of sets like oh, very All far day. too many days yeah. where it's just like, you know what? This may not be the company for me. <laughs> and I really didn't shoot a lot of um, those types of scenes either. Like I was in this kind of like cameo type things, but I didn't like that stuff. Like to me, that wasn't what I wanted to do or wasn't a, like I didn't get to showcase my sexuality how I wanted to for those types of films. Right. So for me, I was very more in the gonzo world of things. Yeah. And I was just like... You do like pretty girls, you do a little tease, you crawl it back then, you crawl it, you fucking crawled everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and then you fucked. And it was straight to the point and what I loved because it was just, for me, sex was art. It was how I wanted to express myself, how I wanted people to see me. And like, I felt like that was the most beautiful light to bring it to. So right. sex was always a really ex exciting thing. For and me learning to do. new things from these talents has been. <laughs> been refreshing. So how <laughs> did you have a very active sex life prior to because you said you were engaged like you you know you kind of seem like you're a relationship type of one-on-one -on -one partner. Um, did you have a crazy sex life before? No, well, I've always been a sexual person. I realized that but with, but with, with your partner. Well with him I tried to be but he I was young and very influenced. Young, um, dumb and full of cum. We do a lot of crazy exactly. things. Girl. So I was I was actually not as sexual as I could have been because okay. he was so controlling. But after I left him, yeah, I'm one you of those people. You felt the clothes peeling off yeah. and you're like <laughs> running naked through the fields. I'm definitely not a faithful person. And I don't, I mean, oh, but I'm you're very not honest. a faithful person. No. 
Is it because of prior, like, things that happened before? Or is this just something that you just can't commit? I just can't commit. I can fall in so love. So how are you in, engaged <laughs> if you can't commit? You're going to cheat on your husband the whole time? Oh, no. See, I was 20 Or does something. he like that? I will let... I'm always very honest <laughs> right. with every single person that I date about what I do. So I don't keep it a secret and I tell them... But hold yeah. on. <laughs> because it's one of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to fucking have no feelings. But then people have feelings. And yeah. you could set the guidelines of whatever you want to say and say, I'm a cheater if you want to fuck me you're just gonna have to know that i'm gonna cheat on you and yeah. you have the choice to say whatever but the problem with that is that we always think like oh they'll change i'll be the one to change them that's or, oh, exactly you know what I mean? what's been happening to me <laughs> over and over again but i'm not i'm not changing this is who i am do you only date men now i do yes oh okay <laughs> i'm over the 20 something year olds um i'm definitely 40s and up kind of girl uh, 40s and up yeah. kind of girl okay but, how old are you i'm 37 okay I like that. I think that sometimes, you know, you know, with me, I started the initiative when I was 21. So for me, like I, like I made the joke of young, dumb, and full of cum. I've said that in the beginning. Once I had sex, it was like Pringles. Once you pop, you just can't stop. I was <laughs> like, I want to do more. Like, what are we doing? And it was just like, it enhanced that. But I also, too, as I've evolved in the adult industry and just as being a woman, there's been moments of times of where you feel like you don't, or myself was like, where you, you aren't as, as, as sexy as people think that you are on the outside, but you don't feel that way. Right. Like at one point, I feel like I lost my femininity of like being a sexual being that I am, which is crazy because I've known as a sexual person, but it seems like with you and your relationship first is what did that, and then porn kind of elevated you out of yeah. this like beautiful like butterfly out of a cocoon thing type yeah. of thing. And porn has helped me finesse my talents in escorting. Mm. <laughs> a little hustler it's, over here. I like a, it. It's a walk in a park now. It's just because I'm dealing with these, you know, these talents that are absolutely incredible at what they do. So a, a civilian, as we call them, I love that you guys have named them that. Um, it's easy now. It's funny. <laughs> it, it is what we say that is. Yeah. So we don't want to ignore our other guests. We have our threesome and to the other third party and our guest is Carmen Karma. How are Hi. you, my lovely love? I'm amazing. Have you two ladies had sex with each other? We have not. No, we have not. We just met today. Yeah, we, we just, just met, met today. Okay. But we found out we both live in Vegas, so. Yes. Did I just, I maybe just made some made a match. Happen. A little content <laughs> trading going on over here. All right, tell us about your career, where you are in your path, and tell a little bit more about yourself. So I started in porn when I was 21 as well. I think it was like 2012. And I remember I actually joined my agency. Like, I was looking at their website, and you were on it. So well, it's like, direct. Well, yes, it was. Um, Thank you, Derek I won't Kay. say much more about that, but, did you know. So you had a bad experience. I did have a bad experience. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. It was fun, though, because I got to, like, live in one of his houses, you know, with all the girls and do the whole party. Do you want to talk about the bad experience? Um, I mean, I'm an open book. Like, I'm. I'm well, let's talk about it. So. <laughs> Where's my button? <laughs> I want the truth! I want the truth! Found it. I what? found that fucking button. I want the truth! I want the truth. Yes, mm. you said that we were on the same agency. Yes. I, for me, this is how I feel. And I have no judgment. I, this is a, an open platform. And I, for me, is I want the truth. This is yeah. why it's a private talk. It's a private conversation. But everybody goes through their own things. For me personally, Derek has been nothing but um, a, a good agent yeah. to me. He's done nothing to me, whatever. But I also am a different type of person than a lot of people in the industry not taking that away from anything saying that, but I also didn't put myself in situations where he could be possibly allowed to make me do 
or teeter me to something else that I wouldn't really want to do. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, so, I got you. Back to that. But yeah. yeah, no, I definitely want to know your side because, you know, you hear all kinds of things with social media nowadays. People could say anything. It doesn't mean it's true. It's like throwing yeah. a rock and running away. I mean, like, oh, I didn't say that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But I want to know your truth. It wasn't it wasn't like this terrible story. But basically, I lived in one of his houses. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, I have to pay him rent. And but I was not unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't one, you know how, do you know that the girls were like, Daddy Derek, they called him Daddy Derek. And I all mean, that. I call him Daddy Derek. Do but, you? Okay. But, but so. not because he's ever been my yeah. daddy. Like, right, right. I mean, I fucked him in a scene a long time ago and, and it was very self-satisfying for me because a lot of reasons, we'll get back to that story another time. But, um, but it was because in a sense, like he's all these girls' daddy. Like he, yes. if anything, I will say is what I respect him as a man is that he puts up with a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, I've sometimes questioned myself, should I join an agency? Because, you know, I'm a big woman's right, you know, activist type of person where it's like, I want our women and women to feel heard and seen and yeah. not that a man just has to tell us what to do and what types of scenes. And so I respect that. But at the same time is that comes with a lot of problems and it comes with right. a lot of like responsibilities. If I should change that, not problems, responsibilities that I wasn't personally willing to take on. Yeah. So, Daddy Derek could have it. Daddy Derek. So basically, like that whole thing, like I feel like the girls that did what he wanted them to do. But you're saying that they're calling him Daddy Derek because they're fucking him at night and they're probably not Not paying rent. They're probably doing whatever and they're probably sucking Daddy Derek's dick. So I came into it with my best friend who did do all those things and she, you know. Is her name? My Well... I think everyone knows, like, me and her, we were dating Adriana Cheche. Okay. We both left our age, our first agent and went with him. Okay. And she was more so down to do those types of things. And I wasn't, like, I was, like, more my party mode. I didn't want to escort. Yeah. And that was something, like, at first I was, like, really scared because I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. Like, the guys are going to kill me. And because I wasn't, like, a yes man and, like, the yes mm-hmm. daddy, yes yeah. daddy, therefore I felt... Like I was kind of being punished because directors were hitting me up on like social on Twitter at the time and being like, I'm trying to book you. And Derek says you're not available. Yes. So then I stopped getting work, but I'm living in his house. So I'm owing him money. So how am Mm. I going to give him the money? Mm. I have to do the escorting. Mm. So I got out pretty quickly from that agency just because I felt like I had to. Good for you. Yeah. But the thing is, is that's what I think is what's beautiful is that like just because I didn't go through that experience doesn't mean that that didn't happen to you. And for sure, like what works for me doesn't work for you. And those other girls calling daddy Derek, daddy Derek. Yeah. But what's great is that being a strong, independent woman and being like, you know what? I still love sex, but mm-hmm. this just isn't for me, and I want to do it this way. And you know, we, we're, we're adults, and we have options to leave. Yeah. The shitty part is, is like sometimes that comes with, oh, well, she's difficult, or oh, she's this, and because yeah. of like because of someone's ego, now we're you know it's the retaliation part, and that's the part I don't like. So yeah, and you know, with me, honestly, I didn't want to do it because I felt like I had to do it. So I did end up dabbling and escorting like down so the line. So you're a rebel with no cause. Yeah, I'm like, got you, it. Yeah, I'm like you want way. me to do it? Like now I'm not gonna do it because you're <laughs> like I feel forced, and I don't like feeling forced in situations. For sure, I feel like I'm a rebel without a cause. So I definitely understand where that yeah. is. I'm like, you told me at what time you want me to do it? 11:02. Okay, I'll be there 11:07. Thank you. <laughs> Out of spite. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and only and not because I can't do it. It's just because I want to do it my way Mm -hmm. and I don't like being told what to do never have never will maybe one man I mean no probably not yeah let's not put this up don't get crazy I'm not manifestation but I'm also about 
like equal opportunity. For me, it's about respect. It's about how you carry yourself and what the mm -hmm. boundaries that you set and that you implement in your, not only your life and relationships personally, but businesses too. Yeah. And sometimes I think that sometimes, you know, like what you said is like how this business is so, you know, business oriented. It can be, but mm -hmm. it can also not be. And it depends on where you fall in that category of which direction you're going to go into. Because oh, totally. I started when I was 21. You started when you're 21. Some I've always said from the beginning is that I think 21 should be the age to enter the industry because 18, yes, you're legal, but you Babies. have no, no idea. idea. And not that at 21 did I know that much more, but I had more life experience right. that at 18 when people sh uh, like uh, put shiny things in front of you, if it's money, alcohol, drugs, right. dick, mm -hmm. pussy, whatever the fuck it is, you're like, okay, let me just try it because oh, you don't sure. know. Right. And sometimes in these highly like educated not I mean educated in the word but highly like sexual you know situations that we sometimes get into in the industry you don't know what to do you don't know how to speak up for yourself you don't know how yeah. to set the boundaries you don't know to be like hey but she's doing it she's my friend and it's not bad for her so why is it bad for me yeah but again that's where it's like tomato tomato you could like carrots and you can fucking hate them like you know <laughs> yeah. everybody's it's what the thing is this business what I love from the beginning was we all have a choice we all have a choice to put on our no list what we don't want to do, what companies we don't want to work for, what people we don't want to work for. But you have to have the, your voice and know you have that voice to tell your agents, to tell whoever the fuck's trying to book you that this is just what it is. And that's hard when you're younger too. Like I feel like I said yes or just went along with so many things on set, like with directors, with my agent when I was younger, even like... It took me until I was like 28. Until How old I'm, are you? You talk like I'm you're 30. very old. I'm 30. Okay. But like I just that's a, started that's realizing. That's acceptable to be like you feel like you're old. I think yeah, 30 yeah. is like when you're like, okay. It's a new decade, you know? <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah, it definitely is like one of those things where you feel like, okay, in your 20s, I didn't really know so much. Now I have experience yeah. and like now it's like this and not only that, but I also have a voice and I have a say and right. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah, you want to people please when you first get into to make people happy. Like at least I did. Like I felt like I wanted everyone to think I was so good on set and like I'm down to do anything and now I'm like able to finally say I don't want to do But I think things. that that's funny that you say that you think I think I think you're naturally a people pleaser. I don't I think totally that it came am. from the industry. I think no, that that's I'm what your <laughs> interpretation of what the industry what you thought we needed from you. Yeah. When at the end of the day, if you would have just came out however you wanted to bring yourself you're beautiful, you're sexual, you're of all these things that have great qualities that didn't need to be pleased because someone wanted you to do something. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. came up to show up for yourself. And that's where I think that the growing part comes from. Now we're 30. Now we're, you know, let's, let's mm -hmm. do things a little bit differently. Yes, I'm sexual. Yes, I'm doing all these things. But how can I really, let's be financially smart about it. Let's yeah. do, you know, what, what's, the what's the outcome? So what are you have going on right now? You said you're in Vegas. Are you yes. shooting for actively for other companies? Are you only doing your OnlyFans? So I am doing only my OnlyFans now. I couldn't imagine like I would have to be the amount of money you can make on OnlyFans versus like one day on set is just like incomparable right now for me. So, you know, I've been investing my money the last couple of years. So I was able to buy a house. Can you tell us the the, the substantial difference oh my of something goodness. that would be like that? Because most people here on Private Talk, people here. The thing is, is this, and this is why I like to educate people and like we communicate with, you know, sex workers and everybody who, and everybody has different OnlyFans now that aren't sex workers, but it's, everyone gets to say like, oh, you have OnlyFans, you make so much money. And yeah. some people do, and some people don't, but it's mm -hmm. also a job. You right. sit there and you, you make content just like these other companies were doing, 
But what does that compute to? Like, and you don't have to give us an exact dollar amount, yeah. but from like being on a set mm -hmm. to where it's like your time where you could be on your own set. Yes, completely. So that's like because the thing. sometimes I hear the things and I'm just like, I get where you're coming from a financial status and mm -hmm. I get where it is from a like a time consuming status. But at the end of the day, too, being in porn, we porn was made from these companies. Porn were made for like made popular and noticeable for us to be able to be sex workers and do all these things. So I don't perform actively now. I don't know where I would sit in that field if I'm like, do I want to work for them because they're making more money off me or do I not? Yeah. So mine is like thinking about being on set all day long and then you shoot. So say like I got, I did an anal scene and I made $2,000 just to have like a simple number. I would have to do, so say I did anal all 30 days of the, of the, the month. So that would be what, $60,000. Le this last month I brought home $200,000. Okay. So, and I own this content that I can sell for how long? In multiple different ways. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I love like the glam of like going to set and like doing all that and how you looks on those trailers. I love the trailers. It's not that I don't like other companies. It's like, I'm spending all this time and I can't resell that. I get that one, $2,000. But if I did content with the girl, I can sell that on different platforms for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So for me seeing like that comparison, like I would do like it. a shoot for fun maybe, but it's like, it's Is there a particular company, let's say that, is there a particular company that you would say like, you wouldn't mind to do that once, like say once a month. And I love like, Brazzers. Okay. Yeah, Brazzers is, fun. it's fun. Yeah. You get to like <laughs> act out different stuff, but okay. then also like, I love Jules Jordan, like how you Jules get like super awesome. slutty and you like. love him or you his dick? I've never had his dick. Mm, his dick's pretty know. good. But yeah. he delivers it. I did an anal scene outside of that balcony with him. Did you really? I like I the did. way he dresses Iconic. us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the fishnets and all the stuff. His so, so it's, cute. He's definitely one of those people that it's the, for me, like the definition of porn, like he brought like the, the very like sexual, um, sexy Damn. eroticism of like showing, a, like showcasing women right. in oh, yeah. a beautiful way, but like making you sexually satisfied yeah you know what I mean from start to finish because he like gets off to that like he's definitely yes. a cuckold he likes to like he'll sit there tell. and jerk off <laughs> I can tell but like the teases he showcases Julie. the women are so good like it's oh. just when you have that art of like like the mind of the pervert mm -hmm. it's just you can't go wrong it's just like it just it just comes out of you one yeah. way or the other it just comes yeah. out of you yeah it reminds me of like johnny darko's like that like you know johnny darko is enjoying his like was always like the hand he's like pushing you like he's directing like he's so into it. it but it makes for a good scene because he wants to like pour that what was that stuff called the uh, it's like fake it's like lube stuff like you put in your mouth and like get your face fucked and it's just drooling out of you spunk what is in your mouth spunk he like pours spunk in your mouth i think that's what it was and it's just like I love when the director's into it. Yeah, it's, it looks okay. like fake cum, kind of. Is but it like a water and like in Cetaphil type of situation or what? It's, I feel, it's just like a bucket. that's how fake cum, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it looks like fake cum, but then he'll just like open your mouth and pour it in your mouth and then fuck your mouth and it makes this like drool slobber everywhere. And He's fucking nasty. your mouth? Yeah, he has. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Have you ever worked for Johnny Darko? I have not. Nice. nice. What like type that. of scenes are you into or that you like really get off to? You, you're newer into the industry. You know, you have someone who's been in the industry for a really long time who kind of like found her, you know, sexual calling, what kind of what she like owned her, what she wants her path. Like, where do you see yours going? 
So I've, I was kind of crazy. Before I entered the industry, I was terrified of women. I've had like mm. my threesomes, but there was always another guy involved. You've yeah. had threesomes or you haven't? I have. Okay. But there was always another guy involved. And so I you never fucked the girl. You were just fucking them together. Yeah, pretty much. You probably then, kissed and it was like. Exactly. But now I'm like full on, you know, licking pussy. And mm. I actually don't do my nails anymore because. You like it. <laughs> yeah. So when so I asked cheating. you earlier and then you said you, I said, do you date men or women? You said only men now did you date a woman in the past so i would never date a woman but i do enjoy fucking them okay um, so you want to take her home but you want her to leave yes exactly <laughs> i don't think i could ever be in a relationship with a female but and why is that just because i love dick so much what if you were in a poly relationship that's kind of, that's why i said i think like i'm not faithful. and you're not cheating you're, i mean you're not cheating you're fucking one or the other it's an open relationship yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you maybe go. this is something Loophole. that she could be good for you but, i haven't because found there the girl are, yet <laughs> well and that's okay i think that it's like the great thing is it's exploring right. and not stopping until you get what you're really fully satisfied with because that's what i really feel like why when you say oh you're always a cheater it's because someone hasn't sexually like satisfied you to allow you to be who you are and to be seen as you and let you do what you want to do because exactly. people shouldn't be told what to do we're all human people are going to cheat when they want to regardless of how good of a person you are or whatever the fuck it is there's always going to be a reason yeah. but if you're allowed to be who you are and you're not settling sexually or in you know in just in life then you're winning because you'll have that fulfillment I that's totally what i'm looking agree. for that's i'm no one's ever going to sway me to be who exactly who i am now Talking to the camera and ask for your <laughs> manifest who you want, girl. I've been manifesting every day, um, and being around people in the industry has um, made it. I see people in couples in these, you know, really good relationships, and I know that it's possible, and you can be loved for exactly who you are. And I am going to do that. I'm not settling, and my relationships get shorter and shorter because I start seeing the red flags, and instead of prolonging Just the make relationship, sure the dick doesn't get shorter and shorter. Oh my <laughs> god! We want to make sure. No, that no, I'm, I'm definitely. A jaded after, I mean not jaded but uh it's okay if you're porn jaded. dick porn dick has changed my life it's okay <laughs> when I first got the answer I was a sexual person I love like I had a condom bowl in college or whatever and then when I started having porn sex I was like oh this is different. way better and then it was like <laughs> back then like I was shooting five seven days a week and you learn to take it it's oh, just yeah. like riding a bike but still like <laughs> having porn sex versus you could be having sex with the same talent but off camera it's completely different totally. than it is on camera do you have a, a porno up. boyfriend um, yeah you do don't couple. lie to us <laughs> a couple please tell us your roster I will not uh, um, call them boyfriends but I definitely They're have porno them. boyfriends see when you say porno, porno boyfriends yeah. it's like talent boyfriends that she could fuck on and off camera yes it's like you know just having a first date every time <laughs> hey give it to us because you don't have to hide it who's on your roster Give us two. Who are you fucking <laughs> on and offset? Tyler Nixon. Um, He's so cute. He is so cute. And Alex Mack. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know none of these names. I'm sorry, men. <laughs> They're like play. Like I know Tyler is like always plays like the younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks. He looks super mm -hmm. young. But yeah. do you have like a like a mommy fetish? Like mo like because you know I could see like being like the mom's not like a real life but like stepson type thing. You know how they have like the well back then I don't know if Naughty America even exists anymore but they used to have like a stepmom like but I think do you like the young boy thing? So I never had so many children um, <laughs> in my life but I actually have no children in my real life but. Yeah, being a MILF, people are like, does that bother you? And I'm like, no, it's actually, I get to explore my sexuality with these young 20-year-olds. So you do a lot of MILF All porn. the time, yeah. I'm always either, I'm a MILF um, 
yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> I am a milk. And I'm totally fine with but it. But I think that's crazy because in real life, one, you're fucking not, again, I mean, you're 37 and people have kids at every fucking age, so it doesn't really matter. And that's what my, like the MILF aspect is. But you said earlier, too, is your age range was 40 to something. Yeah. So mm. where do you, is it just you like to play at work with the 20-year-olds? Yes. Or are these like, and you want, like, the 40-year-olds for later, like, after work? I just like playing with them on set because they're so beautiful. Um, and the as dick soon as they open their mouth, I'm like, please shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and then I'm, I'm like, and then I can leave. Honestly. I'm like, I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm sorry. Just fuck me and shut up. Yeah. This is why I don't go to set anymore. It's been six years. But <laughs> so yeah, I get I get the best of both worlds. I get to fuck young 20-year-olds, but then I date men. Do you lead them on? No. Afterwards? Mm-mm. I'm very, very honest about who I am. Okay. Yeah. And they like what you do until they don't. Facts. That's what I'm Carmen, finding. do you have a, a roster that you fuck on and off camera? So I'm actually married. I have like the relationship, like what you just said of okay. like someone from day one, he knew what I did and never, has, he's never had a problem. He's never been jealous once. It's insane. So he was with you back in tw- two, uh, 2012. He was back with me 2015, I think we were, or 2014. So you were already met. in the business. Yeah. He and met then me. he met you in the business. So he knew who you were, you yeah. were what you were doing and he had no problems. No problem. Was he the type of person that was, cause some it can go either way. It could be the way where he's like, baby, do whatever you want to do. Or it's like, I want to fuck your friends too. No, he so, doesn't. And you I, know what I mean? And not that it's like in a creepy way, oh, yeah. I want to fuck your friends. But like, can he bring something to me? Throw me a bone. <laughs> he's you know? so odd. This is the weirdest thing because I don't know how he's so okay with it. But like for OnlyFans. <laughs> You're like, we- I've been getting dogged out, bitch. Yes. My man be over there like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he won't. He doesn't want to fuck anyone else. Like he's fucked. Does he jerk off to you getting fucked? He used to watch my porn a lot. He's not a cuckold either. I don't know. He's just like this robot perfect man that is just like, what's your pussy do to him, Carmen? She's an example of the type of relationship I want. But it is so strange. He's never jealous. He'll like congratulate me on good scenes. My first scenes, like he's so proud of me. But how does he know it's a good scene? You come home and tell him? I tell him everything. And I think like that's why he trusts me is because I'm so honest. But no, like I'll get like a really good dick on set and then I'll fuck him off camera. He's totally cool. Like I will leave. Do you to go have fuck to have, guys. do you have to have like, so how, okay. How does that work when it comes to like, cause is, is there, what is the boundaries and like, of like what it is? Cause that's something that's for me, what I love is like, that means obviously he has a lot of respect and love for you mm-hmm. regardless of the sex ticket aside. Right. Yeah. Got it. Now it's like, not only that, but you also enjoy what you do because yeah. you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And now you're taking it to go home. Mm-hmm. What was the conversation and how does it go to like, as far as like, hey, do I need permission? Do I need to call you and tell you, hey, I'm having a really good time. I'm going to like extend this or whatever. Yeah. Or is it just don't ask, don't tell? Or is it, how does that work in a relationship like yours? Because you're saying how perfect he is. He doesn't get jealous. Some people don't believe that because you're yeah. like, oh, you're sick. You could say that all day. I've yeah. been married and I was married to someone who was in the industry. I'm also mm-hmm. divorced eight years happily. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And the, in the business never was something that was a problem because we communicated. Mm-hmm. We told each other what we liked, what we didn't like, mm-hmm. what we were not okay with. And the, it's porn. Like, you can't fake it or you can't lie because yeah. it's going to come on the internet. We're all going to see it. So, it'd be like, I didn't do that. Yeah. Be like, pretty sure that it's your ass. <laughs> no, like, I think that's like, he always says it's because I'm so honest, like, that he just trust me but I recently had something where I shot with this guy on camera we turned the camera off and then I had him stay the night at my hotel afterwards Mm. and I left to do a podcast while he was still at my hotel and I called him and let him know and he was just like yeah have fun are you still coming home tomorrow I said yes 
Um, but his line is the thing he does not like. He does not want another guy to cream pie me. Like that's like he wants one thing for himself. So he wants to be the only one to be able to do that. And that's like his one thing. Like as long as I don't cross that boundary and I'm honest, like I could pretty much do anything. Like before he told me the only thing that he would ever leave me for is if I murdered his family. Oh, wow. That's that's his line. <laughs> On a dateline special. <laughs> but no, I don't know. He's very, so there are guys out there, there who, are. and he never puts down, like calls me any names for what I do. Like a lot of my friends, boyfriends do. I don't know. I don't know. Now, okay, you said that you dated a girl in the past that was in the mm-hmm. industry. Have you fucked anybody with your man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and is it people in the industry or people that is just random hookups in the situations? I can never, I don't have game to get random hookups. I love that I can just like hit up like a hot girl on Twitter and be like, do you want to make content? And then I can fuck her. Like, it's <laughs> such like a loophole. But you how do you do for. that and then involve your husband? Because then that's where it's like, mm, girls are, are always down. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. So many girls will be like, I want to fuck you and your man. And I'm like, perfect. So <laughs> I get insane. off on watching him fuck other girls. So that's why I love it. Like, I'm very like I want to be in an open relationship I get off seeing him have sex with other girls hmm, so it works really well for me because like I'm that. I'm so like I would say I'm like 90% lesbian to be honest would he let you have like an actual girlfriend yes 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 would but it, I can't would it, find one but would it be a girlfriend for him too or only you I would love it either way he's not really he's just like I only want you Aww. yeah so he doesn't really necessarily I would say want to be in an open relationship but he's fine he's with accepting. it that makes me happy yeah accepting yeah. i like that that's yeah. awesome it's really i think it's unique i think it's one of those things again it comes with like what he said you're honest mm-hmm. and you're maybe overly honest sometimes because i could be that way too it's like because for me i'm like if i'm in this situation we're adults like why yeah. are we gonna lie we're too old for this like yeah. it's not like whatever and if you don't like it then it's not that i'm doing it to hurt your feelings it's just this is how I am. So you mm-hmm. choose to stay or you don't. Yeah. And it seems like it works for you. How long have you been married? I think eight years. Oh, wow. So I'm wow. Sure. Con- that yeah, that deserves an applause. <laughs> I like it, though. I'm not mad about it. So how many times have you been engaged? I feel like it's been more than once. Just once. Really? Yeah. Well, did it scar you? Um, yes, definitely. Um, I haven't done it again, uh, and I have been asked to be married before, uh, twice, and I said no. Would you marry um, a female? No, I I know I know I've been with enough females that yes I like playing with them, but I really love dick. What if she had a really good strap on and she could really give you those orgasms that a some man that couldn't do it? A real dick and a strap on, no. <laughs> then no. nothing beats for me personally a real dick. Don't knock it till you find it. <laughs> That's true, and uh, I never thought I'd be you know, fucking a girl on film. Um, I thought that'd be the most terrifying thing. And now I like, I look forward to it. (laughs) So the first time you were with a girl, let's talk about that more. You said you hadn't done it or you did kind of before and you're before you got into porn. What was it like doing it your first time on camera? And was the person experienced or was it something that y'all both were like, uh, looking at each other awkward because how does that work out? So I, I, I feel like since I joined the industry, I've just they've just been throwing me out there. So my first experience, <laughs> yeah. Who, you have an agent? I do. Who uh, is your agent? Motley. Okay. Um, so when I first started, it was a Cam Soda live girl girl. She was pretty much it was a Danny Blue. She's a lesbian. Okay. Full on lesbian. And it was live, and I was terrified. Like oh, my heart no. was pounding on my chest. What were you terrified of? Girls because like it's because it was it, because it was live. 
Because it was a girl or because why do you say snowflakes? Because we're all different. Because, okay, so when it comes to a man, when it comes to their dick, like, I know what to do. I know I like the back of my hand. They're pretty much similar. They like different things, but I, I got it. With girls... Every time I encounter a vagina, I'm just completely dumbfounded and lost <laughs> into what turns them on, what doesn't. But maybe it. you haven't had enough vaginas to know. I haven't. Um, and every time I'm on set, I learn something new. I'm learning from these talents. Um, and they're What's some me. things that you've learned about the vagina? Uh, kind of how to eat pussy. Um, I don't Can know you explain? <laughs> um, well, I just, I kind of think about how I like it. And mm-hmm. I feel like some guys like... Like, that's attached to me. Just shove their face in there and don't actually, Mm, you know, aren't soft or gentle. Um, But every girl, like I said, is different. Some girls like to be finger fucked to death. I personally don't like fingers inside of me. Mm -hmm. Um, Some girls like it soft. Some girls like it hard. So I just, every time I'm on set with a female, I am so nervous. Have you ever made a girl squirt? No. Have you ever squirted? I have. Uh, Manuel Ferreira made me squirt for the first time. Um, it wasn't on I set. Bet he did. It was. <laughs> it just she happened. Said, I <laughs> bet he did, bitch. It just. He wanted happened. you to remember him. Yeah. And I was He's like, what French. the fuck he was knows. that? And he's like, that was squirting. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't think I could do did that. Did you try it at home after? I tried it on a browser scene, um, and I pushed so hard, I just couldn't get it to come out. <laughs> Did you almost pee on someone? I, so I'm still confused. I know it's not pee because I've done it and I've uh-huh. experienced and I've felt it. Um, but I did. At the time, I was like, I'm just going to try and just pee this one out. And I couldn't do it. So you said, I know he did. Has Manuel made you square before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's determined to, like, bite, do all of that. Like, I, I leave set with him looking a mess. I never have my mm-hmm. eyelashes on. And yeah, I'm just. I so mean, p- why would you? <laughs> I always hated it the, the people, the girls that are like, oh, please don't come on my face. I need to have a date afterwards, bitch. Like, yeah. Get your own makeup artist and do your own thing or touch yourself up yourself. Right. Like at the end of the day, like we're there to have sex mm-hmm. and people have made, yeah, whatever. But like, for me, it was always like we're sexual athletes. At the end of the for day, sure. we're there to fuck. Right. And if my eyelashes aren't left on someone's face, I don't want to be there. You ain't doing it right. But you know, that was so. Funny. Are you naturally a squirter, Me? or did he like her? She said that he was the only one that's made her squirt. Yeah. Have you squirted before? I am. I cannot squirt unless you know a guy gets in there and does. See, the I'm thing. known for making people squirt. You know, I one time made this guy real jealous because he was like, "I've never been done that to her," and I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> Ooh. You're like, do you want me to teach you? So you're good with pussy. Definitely. For I'm kind me, of tell you. I had myself too had never been with the female until I was uh, the first time I was on on a set. Wow. And for me I'm from Texas so like I always like being drunk whatever I, like my girlfriends like the most would be like would make out but they were like that didn't happen. I'm like there's pictures. But so we would <laughs> yeah. like it would be like almost they'd be too shameful to talk about it. So I sometimes enjoyed it not every time cuz it was drunk times but I wasn't allowed to express that part of me. So it was kind of like like held down inside of me. So when I got into porn, um, I had worked the same thing alongside of girls, females, but we didn't fuck each other. We were fucking the same right. guy, but it wasn't like, cause then it wasn't like those type, like it wasn't that type of scenes back then. It was either like, this is cut and dry what this is, and this is a girl scene, whatever. Then I, and it was with, I was always, um, booked with Brianna Love, who's we have mm. similar body types, and yeah. it, she's definitely for me 
um, someone that I would say uh, opened up the doors for curvy women like myself to have household names and be um, just stick stick out within the crowd. She was a beautiful chick. She was very like uh, she was a true lesbian too. Had a natural body, loved sex, all of those things. So we would work side by side all the time. So then a company, I think it was Reality Kings. I uh, was like, hey, would you want to hook up, like, do a scene with her too? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm yeah. not sure. I've never eaten pussy before because I'd never. And they were like, well, what if she only does stuff on you? And I was like, OK, that doesn't seem fair. But at the time, I'm like, all right, well, I'll right. see if I like it at least, yeah. you know, because I, I didn't know. I'd never had anybody do or a female do that. So we did this scene and I wish I knew what it was. I could picture our outfits. We were as a workout scene. We had a green booty short. She had pink ones. Mm, sounds hot. But it's very, very hot. We we'll have to look up. for that later. Um, but yeah, so we did it and I enjoyed it. And what I loved about it was the same thing as like she was a true lesbian. It was like she loved pussy. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like someone who was like trying to figure it out or whatever, which isn't a bad thing either. But you could really tell the difference of who enjoys something and who's Always. doing it for money. And I never wanted someone to touch my pussy if you're doing it just for money because she's valuable and we like things and we don't (laughs) like fake and I can't fake fake. So for me, it's like there'd be the girls that'd be like trying to like for scenes eat your pussy, but they're like touching the side of your leg. I'm like, you're you're not doing it right. I need you to be over here. So, you know, you go through those things. But then again is why I made the boundary of I only I was more picky with females than I was with men because to me, being with the female was more intimate that you really had to know that you liked it right. other than whatever. So I was like, I know this mouth game is good. Yeah, she, so I was lucky. I definitely made the girl squirt. <laughs> I, yeah. I was lucky because she was like, she was a lesbian. So we but it two, shows she, you things because yeah, then you're like, like you said earlier, she's too, like, just is follow my reminding my of what did I like out of that experience? Right. What could I do that maybe I didn't know I liked before, but I could do it to the next person. And then it's about expression. It's about body, how you move. Like, it's an art. Again, right. we're there. If you want to be a sex worker, then be the best sex worker you can be. So if you're not in tune to your partner, if it's because they're twitching or moaning or fucking their eyes rolling back in the head, then you ain't doing it right. right. I wanted you to like tap out. I was always <laughs> so like, I'm going to make you come once. Yeah, I may make you come early, but I'm, you better do your job. Because that's just what it is. I love your energy. I feel I like you'd too. be such a good fuck. Like I would, I feel like <laughs> we would go head to head like, our energies because I'm very like aggressive like that with girls and I feel like we would just like meet our match with each other possibly it could go two ways because when you have alphas in the room someone yeah. always wants to still be an alpha it's like That's when true. someone's ego can be let down and we know that it's not about an ego power play but it's about an ego enjoyment play yeah yeah, you I feel like, like you it. two could teach me a lot. <laughs> yeah. I usually the threesome here. She's like, like King Pong. Where am I going to get all this knowledge from? <laughs> what is your first celebrity crush? Ever? Yeah, ever. Probably Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> did you have him on your wall? Like you know, back then we had those posters. Girl. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, do you masturbate to him? I um, I don't remember masturbating to him. Um, you never I just, humped a pillow to Freddie Prince Jr. No, I haven't. I've always, I've always just thought about random. My my selection in porn changes like every week. What is your porn search history? <laughs> right now, Ooh. I'm into like gay guys going straight or straight it. guys going gay. Isn't that know. a lie? <laughs> I, can you really I mean, conform? Do you ever really go back? In my head, I'm just is like bang roasting. You were like, oh, this is all scripted. <laughs> is this what you're talking about? I just I love men, and uh, seeing a man be with another man to me is so hot. Nice. Okay. I agree with you. I like that. <laughs> And yourself, first celebrity crush. 
I loved Lil Wayne. Now I am not attracted to him at all, but I was like in middle school obsessed with him. And I used to hump my floor, not my pillow, but I used to hump the, the floor. floor. Was it cold? That was my thing. No, I don't know what. I would get like good friction. That's what I would, that's how I would was masturbate. Was it carpet or like tile? Carpet. I would get down okay. on the carpet like, and rub my pussy on the carpet. I used a tennis ball on the floor. A <laughs> tennis ball? Oh. Yeah. See, the oh. truth is coming out. See, these are the things you want to know. Yeah. A tennis ball. Did you, did you just feel that next to you or did someone you saw that somewhere how did you know a tennis ball my friend she taught me she's like hey do you like look what i figured out and i was like oh she's like you want to try it so she gave me one and it felt really good so next thing i know we're just rubbing together not together we each had our own tennis ball well i know by the same room so yeah we're tennis (laughs) we never fooled around though but yeah we masturbated together did you like that yes (laughs) she's like all over that ball yeah (laughs) i love it I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> so did you ever meet Lil Wayne? I went to one of his concerts. But yeah, when I was like still in my small little hometown and I was in school, I would like listen to his music. And like, you know, obviously he's rapping about really sexual things. And I would be humping my carpet listening to his music. I would always get off to rap like, music. Like, you the one, Lil Wayne. You the one. <laughs> I met him at a party one time, um, and he smacked my ass, but I wanted the blend. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever you're going to do. Yes. You're like, of course. Can we? Thank you. Thanks. It's real. Yes. (laughs) It's real. It's real. Hmm. One personal accomplishment you are most proud of? Um, Traveling the world. Where have you traveled to? I've been to pretty been much... Been around the world, <laughs> I, 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 I can't find my dick. <laughs> oh, yes, and I do fuck in every country that I'm in. Ooh, That's one of my should. passions mm-hmm. is finding foreign men. Um, I've been to um, pretty much Paris, London, Amsterdam, Costa Rica, um, Thailand, South America, Mexico. Um, the Favorite place? On. It's a tie between Costa Rica and Ireland. Ireland, Dublin was, they were the nicest people I've ever met my entire life. Best dick you fucked around the world? Probably Paris. Yeah. Paris. <laughs> Paris. You said that was such a sweet. Yeah, I'm thinking of a specific person. Um, mm. So yes, Paris. Oh, no, 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 no. Best experience was in, um, uh, not Colombia. It was in Thailand, and it was uh, by a guy. He was an ex-Chippendale stripper, um, and he was there for a Muay Thai conference, and he got into an accident. So he was out, and he took me on a date, and he fucked me uh, overlooking the ocean um, mm. in Patong. That it's was romantic. really sexy, yeah. <laughs> and for you? Uh, writing my book. Ooh. When I Yeah, I, I wrote my book with no intentions Is of it. Is it out? Yeah, it okay. got published, I think, in 2020. What is your book and where can we find it? It's called Overcome and it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Awesome. Yeah. And I wrote it and I really didn't think it was more like therapeutic. Like I started, it's like about my whole like journey through life and sobriety and sex work and everything and recovery. And I really didn't think anyone would take me seriously because, you know, I'm never wrote before and I did do porn. Um, and then when I finally finished it, I did submit it to some publishers and people actually wanted to publish it. So I was just like that to me was like I wanted to show myself like I can do something other than, you know, you get all the comments just like, oh, you're just slut. So I wanted to like not that, you know, I accomplished way more being a slut than with my book, to be honest. <laughs> but I did want to show like I do. There's I, more to um, Yeah, there's more to me than just having sex and, you know. 
Do those comments get to you? You say that, uh, you know, it's something that obviously we deal with for being anybody who's in the limelight of any industry or whatever. Do those comments bother you? They used to when I was younger, but now it's just like, I just either will mute it or ignore it or I don't check it. Those don't bother me at all anymore. It's funny, they, they used to, and now I'm just like, do you feel like you're doing something right? I do. I'm like, if you take the time out of your yes. day to be cruel to me, then I think I'm doing something right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How yes. do you think you ever overcome that? Um, I think just more so like growing in myself and like being confident in who I am, like loving myself more now. Like, I feel like you kind of grow into that as you get older too and you don't really care about what people think. Um, and what like... I could never make everyone happy. But anyway. we all say that. Me, myself included, I've said that. But then there's yeah. moments that, but do you really believe that? Do I really believe? Yeah. I mean, that that you can overcome all these things or all these stuff is because sometimes, again, it's hard and we can all say that. And, and you know, and I've said it at times yeah. that I didn't believe it, but I knew I was doing it and I wasn't going to tell anybody anything different. Yeah. But we get criticized so much that people think that we're not human, where it's like sometimes at the end of the day, things do hurt. We all have feelings. We all have whatever. But again, it's the important parts of staying on your path of knowing your journey and what yeah. you're meant on this earth to do. And if whatever makes you feel good and if you find a partner that makes you feel just as beautiful as you are as you wake up and then all of those things because of who you are, then you're winning. You know yes. what I mean? But if you have those things and you still, you know, it's the worthiness part for, you know, our, uh, I think people in our, in our sex industry, it's like, are we worthy to have real relationships yes are we yeah. worthy that we can do more than yes porn doesn't define us it's only a part of who we are and it's a showcase of who we are but it doesn't stop there there's so many different things that you women can do what i love is that it you can be business-minded it gives us the financial stability and independence that we can do what we really want to do if mm -hmm. it's writing a book if it's finding who you are sexually right. or any of those things it's like the, the world doesn't stop because we did porn Mm -hmm. It's always going to keep on going. It's always going to, you know, whatever you want that to be is what you need to find your truth is yeah. of how you go to the next chapter. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I don't know. It used to bother me. Like, I would think about that one mean comment. And now, like, truly just, like, I really have overcame so much. And, like, getting, so, like, before I just, I don't know. I think, like, when just I was crazy like party girl drugs alcohol like i couldn't stop and then when i got sober like it was just honestly like life-changing to me and then i became like a mom and i have a family and all that so i just like i know what's important and in my life like these comments just at this point are so minuscule compared mm -hmm. to the rest of my life that now it genuinely i can shut Doesn't my phone and you. go to my life you know good that's that's powerful mm -hmm. you know what i mean i think it's 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 direction it's knowing again it's like again if it's your family like the worth or whatever like there's yeah. the world there's so much chaotic things around the world it's like yeah. if you're worried about whose dick is in my pussy or whose pussy's in my mouth right. you know what i'm saying move on yeah. <laughs> you know what platform really shocked me where they're the meanest was tiktok i knew you were gonna say tiktok uh, when you said they're mean mm -hmm. i kind of expected out of twitter of course and instagram but tiktok have, I've gotten brutal. the most hurtful comments. Well, <laughs> I will say this. Um, you know, it's one of those things that people are always like, oh, yeah, it's like, I don't have a TikTok. I eventually will have to because whatever, social media, lives, whatever. <laughs> but a lot of those things, too, is those platforms are driven by very young-minded people that they don't really think before we speak. Right. You say things, whatever, and it doesn't make any sense, and there's probably a flood with other things, but I think that 
because it's the newest social media thing, whatever, and a lot of young people are on there, it's easy to be in your mom's basement talking shit about somebody to do whatever. And it's it's easy to be in your own one-bedroom apartment with no fucking furniture and doing whatever, say whatever. But people don't, again, it goes back to the being human. Right. Who cares if they have those things? They still have a roof over their head. They're still supporting themselves, as are we, as are you. So why should what you're doing affect anybody else's life for you to put those hateful comments on TikTok? Like, I think that it's just crazy that the platforms target sex workers when it's like when you're just trying to make a platform and it to be fun and lighthearted and like yeah. comedy. And then they're like, oh, no, you're being too sexy. You're like, I'm just being me and I'm wearing the same thing I would on the street. And because uh, yeah. I have big fake boobs, it <clears throat> makes me a target. <laughs> you know, that's it happens. Yeah. You know, I will but it's, say it's, like <clears throat> uh, TikTok does have the most like hateful comments, like where I won't even like if a video goes viral, I won't read the comments. But my conversion to where I make the most money is where I get the most hate on TikTok. So the TikTok people spend money and they come to my OnlyFans. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. The thing is with me is I've never read the comments. My thing is once I do something, I just did it and it's out there. I'm yeah. not doing whatever. I've been accused of all kinds of things. People say whatever, but that doesn't mean that it's true. Right. It doesn't mean that you can't please everybody. You're never going to be, you know, it's exhausting for that part as long as you live in your truth and you know what you want then fuck everybody else like right. they're all welcome that they're allowed to see you fucking sexy bitches doing whatever the fuck y'all want to do on your yeah. only fans on your whatever tiktok platform and all those things and that's why it's like there's always somebody for some like there's always something for somebody i may not be it you may not be it you may be it who knows and it all changes that's why our fan base is what's great is like we're all uniquely different right <laughs> craziest crazy. fan or celebrity encounter um well recently i hung out with coolio when i moved to vegas a couple days ago <laughs> what did you do with coolio uh we just went out and bar hopping did uh, he pay for things of course um i met him on the plane and i, I hadn't seen him forever and he's doing a world what was tour. his what was his pickup line for you that mm. got you and did you even listen to his music <laughs> yeah, I, I actually grew up listening to his music um and he was just a very, he was a complete gentleman. He walked me to my baggage claim, asked for my Aww. number. And then then following, a couple of nights ago, um, he's like, what are you guys doing? I said, we're just bar hopping. He goes, can I join? I said, of course. <laughs> and uh, we had a really good time. It was funny, because he sang his uh, par um, parada Paradise. Uh, you his grew up on a song, dog. You were telling <laughs> yeah. Gangster Paradise. There you uh, go. Yeah, they put him on stage, and it was really cool to see 20-something-year-olds singing every single line to his song because you know he's he's a legend nostalgic yeah for sure but now he's a grandfather and uh showing me pictures of his grandchildren like things are, are so you trying different. to be a grandma yeah right <laughs> slide in there i mean that's the like hey baby that's, that's the next step after milf right a guild <laughs> my next goal <laughs> And for you? I have a crazy fan interaction that happened a yes. while ago. So I didn't even realize this guy was like, he knew who I was um, at the gym. I was on the treadmill and he was like definitely creeping me out to where I text my husband. I was like, there's some weird guy here. But he like, I see him leave for a little bit. He comes up to me so close, like standing on the side of my treadmill and is like, I just jerked off to you. And then he just like ran out of the gym so he saw me i think he left to go jerk off in that moment <laughs> came back to let me know he jerked off and then sprinted out of the gym 
That is creepy. Yeah, I was like, wow. It's like, sir, wow. you could have just left it in the car and just gone home. <laughs> like, why'd you have to tell <laughs> me? You already like, creeps me out. Yeah, and he just, like, came up, like, right on, like, the side of my treadmill and just was, t- like, right in my ear out of nowhere. Did I'm you like, even Whoa. have a chance to say anything? No, I was, like, <laughs> sh- like kind of shocked. Like, Do you own a gun? I I need one. <laughs> I need one, girl. Yeah, God I was, damn. I was taught not to like post. I stopped posting I mean, like I'm in real Texas, time. So I don't <laughs> I'm like, I'm You're like, try me. <laughs> I just figure it out. Yeah, I know that. Posting was in real time. Yes, yes, that is a thing. Yeah, to not do that. Um, yeah. Because I've had people hit me up on Snapchat or something and say, I'm here. And it's like, what? Are post you when you leave. Me? I save and post when I leave. I do it like the <laughs> day after. Like I don't Ooh, even do. Like you know, and it's funny because I like people hit me up and they're like, oh, I like Instagram. I'm like, bitch, that was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like my real friends, not like my fans, um, but like it's just funny. It's just because I I just don't. For me, is again, I haven't been. In, I haven't done in a. I do solos from on my OnlyFans and stuff, but I haven't been actively in the adult entertainment industry for five almost six years and not that that means it over but I'm a single female and for me like I feel like my safety is everything and I've given away so much of my sexual life and that's something very intimate that most people don't that there's things that I want to keep personal I don't mind showcasing it but I don't need to do it in real time to make me feel or open up the doors to feel threatened on certain something that it doesn't need to happen so it's like I just like to be careful I love that Careful, careful is careful is good, and careful is smart, and will keep will keep you safe. Yes, <laughs> I'm like yes, I'm home. I'm yeah, I'm in home. I'm at home by like ten o'clock. I'm in bed by ten thirty. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Social media weakness. Do you have one? I would like weakness. I would say, from what you're saying, that question, I take it as being on it way too fucking much. Same. Like, okay. I I need. But scrolling or posting. Because some people live their life through it. I'm not that person. But for work, sometimes we have to, like, obviously show our life. I'm the one that I'm not taking my phone out. My my friends take the pictures and I'll repost it. Because I just don't like to, not that I'm not, like, at home in my personal time on things. But, like, when I'm in the moment, I want to be in the moment. Because it just takes away from, like, what's going on. Yeah, I feel like I say to myself, like, my excuses. My job is I have to be on social media, but it takes two seconds for me to post my one thing and move on. But I'll be checking it, replying to things, checking how many likes it has. Like, I feel like I get sucked in, and then, like, I have my whole business on on there, so I'm checking my OnlyFans. Being on OnlyFans, way too much. Checking every little detail. I track all details of, like, everything. And I just, I think I tell myself I have to be on it for work that it gives me that excuse and then I'm just spending I hate when my screen time when it tells me how much it went up every week I'm like I'm a terrible person it's like five (laughs) minutes I put social I put social media like timers of what I can do for the day and every every time they're like five minutes I'm like fuck I've been on it this long I'm like no yeah. I feel disappointed in myself at those times. And yeah. then when I like, don't hit that, then I'm like, oh, you did good today, girl. Yeah, no. It's just, it sucks. And I hate, like, when you put your phone down and then you, like, look into the world when you're, like, out and about, it's, like, it makes you, like, disappointed in the world. Like, look at us all on our phones. Like, you like you say, like, I purposely make sure, like, when I'm with friends or something that I don't take my phone out mm-hmm. so I'm not on it and being rude in front of yeah. people. But when I'm just at home, I spend the whole time just scrolling. And right. it's very addictive. Like, I'll tell myself. Girl, you better put that phone down. I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna tell your man you better take her phone. Go hide that shit. 
Do you have a social media weakness? Just the memes. And oh, you're pe- a meme girl. People are hilarious. What's your favorite <laughs> meme that you have out there? I don't have one. I mean, nope. there was one about a hangover, and it was comparing hangovers in your 30s versus your 20s, and feeling. And it had a picture of ET when he's dying. Oh my god. Um, and I totally relate to that because my hangovers are not the way they used to be anymore. Nice. But yes. Is there a moment that you wish you could relive and maybe even change in your business and your career? I definitely, I would love to start my career again knowing what I know now and not fucking around because I was just like, this is a party. I wish I could have taken it seriously. When you say fucking around, tell, like, give us an example. Like, what, what do you, what do you mean by that? I was so irresponsible. I didn't, I would be out drinking, doing drugs into the morning and cancel on shoots, you know? Mm, okay, so and not being responsible not for being work. Not being responsible, and, like, I didn't understand how that ruins everyone's next day and how my career's not going to go the way... I just I just know so much more now, and I feel like I would be all about business. And What's the craziest it. thing you think that you've done in the business that you're like, oh, I wish you just didn't know? I honestly still get secondhand embarrassment about the fact once me and Adriana, Adriana was like, don't work, don't work. And so we stayed up all night long, party doing drugs. Like I totally thought I'd be good for the next day at work, but I told her, I'm like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be on set in a couple hours. We're still up fucking rolling, like doing everything. So I had Adriana put makeup of fake bruises on my legs and she put toilet paper (laughs) around it. We were so fucked up that we sent the director pictures of my leg pretending I fell down the stairs and there was toilet paper wrapped around my ankle and like makeup. It's so embarrassing. Like I'm still cringing about it. Was it somebody like a Jules Jordan? They're like, bitch, if you try me one more time. Oh my gosh. It was for Evil Angel, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, I remember the director didn't even respond to my picture, but then I remember looking at it when I was sober, so embarrassed that it was clearly toilet paper wrapped around my leg and I'm like, look at what happened to me. So, yeah, I just, I wish I would (laughs) have. It's so embarrassing, yeah. All right. Is there a moment that you (laughs) wish that you could relive or maybe even possibly redo? I wish I would have started in my 20s. I started Mm. at 36. Mm. But I'm also, um, I'm a grown-ass woman, so I also feel that because I started later on, I wasn't as naive or influenced as, say, a 20-year-old would be. But I love the industry so much. I you know, it's like I, if I could take it back time and know exactly what I know now, I would have started in my 20s for sure. Mm. If you could turn back black time. <laughs> Best pickup line ever used. Mm. That's a good one. I feel like my standards are so low. You just look fine. I will fuck you. <laughs> you don't it's need like, a pickup line on me. Send me a shot and we're <laughs> fucking. What is your, you don't even, do you drink at all anymore? I don't. Now I'm completely like clean. So you would never know if like, I'll be out twerking harder than everyone who's drunk. Like, so you just have a natural high about you. Yeah. I just have a lot of energy. Like I'm very upbeat person that I can go out and just act a fool, completely dead sober. But yeah, you don't need a pickup line. So are you the aggressor? Always. So are you like, (laughs) if you saw someone and you were out there dancing, just say good night out with the girls, whatever, and you saw maybe female, male, whatever, you would just walk up to them and be like, hey, you want to fuck? You want to know Or would you just be like, because you said earlier you have no game. Yeah, I don't have game. The thing is, with guys, I get shy and I will, I, I don't think I could pick up a guy, to be honest. Like, I like them to come to me, but I'm such... With women, I can go right up to them, and I'm always the aggressor. That's why I, I like dating women, because I like being like that male 
energy you like, like the masculine big energy, energy. <laughs> yes bde all BDE, the way huh? yes yeah i can go up to women and i kind of i'm i'm good with that but men i don't know why i get a little with shy. females are you is it per, like the person like where you're actually wearing the strap on and you're like the dick in the i energy? always wear the dick yes. <laughs> so no one's ever digged you down with a strap honestly on. i don't think i've ever had a strap on oh, used wow. on me See, the I only way you it. would fuck me is if i could put a strap on you and, and dick you down I, there's yeah. no other way because i'm i let one other person strapped me because I'm just whatever and it was for a movie and it was very cute that she was Jenna Hayes and she's like can I strap you I was like of course you do whatever you want you're beautiful yeah it It was like a latexing great but in other sense I'm always again like it's the alpha thing like for me I don't I didn't get anything out of it yeah like I got penetrated obviously but I wasn't like oh my god fuck me again yeah no I like the wearing the strap on and looking down and seeing the female body like I oh god I wish I had a dick so bad to fuck a girl like <laughs> I just love women so much I, I want to wear it because I want to pretend if I'm you had a dick you. for one day who would you fuck mm. <laughs> big booties everywhere like I'm coming at you <laughs> girl, girl, you gotta be ready yes no I just love big booty I just love big booty if you had a dick for a day who would you fuck many females as possible light them up <laughs> i mean that was not anyone specific light there's so up, many beautiful up. women out there mm-hmm. all right i love it all right we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we're gonna get back to my favorite part truth with texas i think we warm these ladies up good enough we're a little you know our threesome's about to get a little freaky i hope mm-hmm. you're ready all right, Private Talk, we are back, and we are about to play Truth With Texas Patreon. I hope you are ready with Truth With Texas. I've got these sexy ladies on the couch, and the way this is going to go is we have four cards. Each ace is a different type of question. Each suit is a different type of question, I guess I should say. We're going to go through every single card in the deck and get to know you a little bit more intimately. We're, since there's two of you, we're going to have one of you pick first, and then you're going to answer the question, and then the next person will answer the question as well. Are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Caitlin, you go first. Ace of clubs is a kinky question. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind. Bondage, yes or no? Yes, very much so. Bondage. I want to be tied up and used, yes. Yes. Ooh. I love shooting bondage scenes. Mm-hmm. Sex skill you're most proud of? My blowjob abilities. What's so great about your blowjob abilities? Everybody says that. Are you sloppy? Are you I'm messy? Very sloppy. Are you, are you gag I, on it? What you, what's going on over there, Caitlin? I don't tap out, and I like I like to be face fucked. Mm, love it. Yeah. Listen, I am the original Listen, throat. Linda. Go. I am the throat. Go. I feel like everybody's like I'm deep throat queen. Like, unless you can make at least twelve inches disappear down your throat. What have you deep throat? Do you learning. deep throat objects or just dicks? I wish I had something like dicks plastic. and objects. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I went on a, a radio thing and I deep throated like a whole big like green onion thing. And I just shoved the whole thing down my throat. No gag, you flex. No, I can just shove anything. So this down is the real reason why your husband is still here today. You throat found gum, out. Thank for the win. <laughs> Honestly, no. Like, yeah, that's always been like something that I've been very proud of. Like so I know. So just because you it. can swallow it. It makes you the throat go or what is the it what is the, the criteria for yourself that makes you qualified to say because that's a big title mm. the throat goat status mm. I like them. do this move where I'll put the whole thing down my throat and I you know how you can like 
pulse your pussy a little bit. I can pulsate my throat with the mm. dick all the way down there and squeeze it a little bit. And I lick the balls and try to suck them in at the same time while ever just vacuum it all in there. Like, I know. Your nipples are hard and your pussy's getting wet right now. <laughs> I, I know that's one thing it. I'm good at. That's one thing I'm real good at. <laughs> I take it back. Mine would be the tightness of my vagina. Ooh, I've girl. Been told that she I got scared that throat throat. <laughs> that throat goes <laughs> in. She said, take it back. I can't I'll say that yeah. shit, but I could do it to my pussy. <laughs> I like it. So it's like the Kegels are going on. Yes, very much. So I've heard I've got a very tight vagina. That's hot. Have you ever been in an orgy? Yes. For personal or for work? Um, just personally, I still have not done. Um, <laughs> I've, just I've done BG. I've done so GGG. You know, like. But I've never done an orgy professionally. I've only done it. How do you have an orgy personally? Can you please walk me through that? <laughs> it just like did I you sign up at a club? And you're like, meet me at this fucking room, or did you like know all the people that you were like with, or like how did that happen? I knew all the people I was with, and. You're we like, Let's ended up, we were in Vegas. Um, I wasn't living there, but we were in Vegas. Next thing I know, there's like, you know, Dick 10 time. of us in my hands, like halfway in my friend's boyfriend's ass. And like, whoa, that, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, and, you know, we all did our thing. Everyone got off. And then, you know, we went. About we're talking about Kinky here on Patreon. <laughs> hold on. How? Hold on. I got a lot of questions. But first, how did you know that your boyfriend... Your girlfriend's boyfriend wanted a fist in his ass. Did he ask for it, or did you? She lead your fist there no, because was, fisting is a well, fisting my is like an fist. advanced it level. Was like my hand. Okay, um, girl, it's enough to be a, a fist. But that's what I'm saying is like that's like a that's not something that most people would be like. So how'd you know? So I I was just finessing. I just and I'm not even that person. I was just finessing. You're his not, ass. but you have a fist in someone's <laughs> asshole. All right. I noticed that his dick was getting harder and harder, and like the more fingers I put in there, the harder it got. What did his girlfriend you know? think about it? Was she? She was fucking someone. Um, she wasn't even paying <laughs> she's attention. Like, no. <laughs> she said that she did look over once, and she's like, "Your hand was in his ass," and he was loving it. Um, How do you look someone in the eye after that? I'd be really <laughs> questionable about our friendship. I'd be like, "Hey." Me. I could never fuck my friends. That's the funny thing with me is most because I see I, I don't fuck my that was her dude. Um, but I don't fuck like my personal guy friends. Like if you're my guy friend, but that wasn't your friend. It was my friend's boyfriend, so but it was a different situation. That the same thing. And it happened one time, and I still we still don't know how all of us decided that this was a good idea. You just fell. No in. one got hurt. Everyone had a great time. No one got hurt. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever fisted someone prior to that? No. That's the only Have time you fisted a vagina? No. Would you? I'm 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 so careful down there. Like I said, I don't even get nails done. Fisting anymore. a vagina doesn't mean it's a bad thing. No, it I know. sounds bad. You just yeah. have like the same little technique you had for that man's asshole. You do it for the girl's pussy and you twist your yeah. hand. People like it. I'm just saying, but that's what I'm saying. But it's like why I even brought attention to it is because it's not a lot of people would just do it. And then you're saying you don't know how it happened. And you're like, you know, before you knew it, my hand was in my friend's asshole. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those times. Where it's like you don't know how you got in the situation. But Has everyone, anyone been in your asshole like that? No. So I'm, I have not, I've done anal, but it wasn't with any of these porn dicks. Um, mm. I'm terrified. Mm. I'm excited. And it will happen eventually. But um, I've done it a couple of times. And they were boyfriends with, you know, boyfriend penises. With boyfriend Is there any dicks. advice you could give her? Oh, stretch. <laughs> if you stretch, girl, like they, if you, this is what I do before an anal scene, like I will take a dildo into the bathroom 
And like, you know how like when you're putting it in, it hurts like at that one spot, but you have to relax and get past there. I feel like you have to work the dildo in by yourself in the bathroom first and then you're kind of opened up for a little bit and then you can go to the guy and you're kind of already ready that's why i always use glass toys for me with my ass is the only way i like just because i felt like it opened me up more where i could like really stretch myself and like no and then no i was ready i have total respect and i watched some of these and i don't do i probably did Less than 10 anal scenes in my whole career. Really? Yes. I was never someone that was very anally like, oh my God, put it in my ass. But because I have a big ass, everyone that's, was like, hey, put the biggest dick in your ass. That's and I why was I'm like, surprised. Ah, no, but my ex-husband was a performer. And so I was lucky enough to do my first anal with him. And we had fucked, obviously. So it was like, it's what warmed me up into the things. And then we got divorced and I worked with, I think, two other people after that. But yeah, I've done like, less than 10 scenes oh. elegant angel you have all of them i think except for jules i know no actually jules loved me so much that he did a scene for elegant angel in my movie coming back but woman returns and he never <laughs> works for anybody wow. other company but he wanted to fuck this ass so yeah, the only way did. to get this ass and it was on that balcony too was like, that's the scene you should watch i should girl <laughs> i think i probably have a video upstairs a dvd but who has dvd players anymore i'm not even sure if that exists i will go find a dvd player to watch it Amazon. she told me yes i've seen that balcony in person like just thinking about it oh my god shower sex or car sex mm, i like car sex i like both, both shower sex yeah. i don't like it i think it looks hot when everyone's wet but i feel like something with water ruins the moisture like it's a friction pussy. Mm. yeah i'm not really about it but like car sex of like the thrill of getting caught right. is hot I just had this conversation yesterday about shower sex with my friend, <laughs> which is crazy. She said she, if the shower's too small, it's really uncomfortable. Um, but if there's plenty of room, I think it's great. No mess, <laughs> but I do like the. I'm mess. not trying to stand when I have sex. I'm gonna be like laid back. You know? She gonna be a queen. Be like, <laughs> hello, <you>? princess. <laughs> <laughs> Any fetishes? I want, I really do want to do a, um, I want to get fucked by multiple men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I've never done that. All right. Yeah. How many would be your, like, cap? I want to start with three. Um, three? Okay. And see how I can, how that works, and if, you know, I see, goes like, smoothly. five. Five is a good number. Five is a good number? Because then you got one waiting, one, <laughs> you're busy with one, one's doing something else, you know, you gotta keep them. Gotcha. Guessing. You don't have all three of them on you at the same time. Airtight. Mm, yeah I have a fetish of just like I've never done it but I want like a whole train ran on me like I'm not talking five I'm talking like 50 oh. like I, I don't know if I would like it bring in real out, life bring them out Carmen <laughs> wants to bring them out I just think it'd be so hot to just like guys just taking their turns like just using me like that is like what I get off to think where would out? they come I don't care where would they come oh my god like in my fantasy yeah, like fantasy in my fantasy, they're all just like coming in me and then like one after the other. But in real life, I would be way too scared to do that. But that's well, yeah, like my that's fantasy. that's a boundary. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's the no-no. But, but in your fantasy, anything's possible, In my possible, fantasy, baby. I'm just like filled up dude after dude. Like that's what gets me off for sure. Okay. I like that for you. <laughs> oh, have you ever been too kinky of a partner for someone? Yes. Um, what happened? Well, and I think it's just that 
I feel like sometimes I'm like a, like a man and I, I feel like a lot of us in porn, we have really high sex drives that are more like higher than... But what makes you feel like a man? Because you have a high sex drive? Yeah. The, uh, the because fact that I don't get... Not that I obviously like... I feel like off top meeting me, it's a little intimidation factor, knowing who I am and whatever, but I don't get masculine. I mean, like I get that you're very highly into what you like sexually, but I feel like I wouldn't be scared of you. So I'd be more turned on sexually than be like, oh, what's this bitch going to do out of her? Like, what's she going to do to me? Maybe it's just the guys that I'm dating because they're, they're so emotional about their sex. When oh, I'm no, mad, baby, I want to fuck. We when don't I'm emotionally, happy, you're when yeah. cry. I want to fuck all the time. And I feel like when I'm in relationships, if this they're is upset. This is why this party over club can become a problem. So I feel like I'm missing out and it's sucks i want to fuck whether i'm sad mad happy whatever so you're wanting to fuck and they're like not now yeah and you're like because what the they're fuck? upset with and me this about is why something. you cheat oh wow. exactly and it's like <laughs> i know yeah, that makes sense now. but okay off topic of things because i'm dr texas no phd but I like, <laughs> i'm dr texas but you really want to know why this happens right yes it's because when we don't really know or work on ourselves to know what we want, we keep attracting the same partner over and over and over again until we learn that lesson. You clearly haven't learned the lesson. I learned it this last but time. But <laughs> it's, well, we'll see. Okay. Uh, we, can have a, we can have a part two. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know what I mean? But that's the thing is like, because as women, we're like, oh, you know, you can control things, you can do whatever, blah, blah, blah. But unless you really know and like, almost to the point where like you're listing what you need from a partner and for you it's like now sexually you're in this whole other like realm where you really need to like 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 solidify what you need and want from a partner so you can find a situation like hers like in her situation like her clearly doesn't yeah i've heard a lot of people say like oh my man likes i fuck whatever but i don't believe them I believe what you're saying, whatever, because of yeah. like your journey of what you've said, it's believable mm -hmm. because you're honest and you're in those things. But the thing is, is like once you find like when we deal with scraps because someone's giving attention right now, we limit our blessings because there's someone else out there that doesn't let you limit anything. That's what's been happening to me. I keep um, going after scraps. <laughs> we ain't for those scraps, girl. We want that. But like you know, I said, I don't need steak, before, but <laughs> it's my those relationships are getting shorter and shorter. Instead of spending a year, two years, you're realizing that's good and that's the awareness. last one lasted three months, and I that's and what I, I call. The next so be, I'm in a phase uh, in my life where we have practice dating. We yeah. practice until somebody is, uh, is is going to come to the table and bring all the things that you need to bring. Because myself too is. I I, didn't, I wanted to date, or I thought I did, but I didn't know what I wanted. Right. And until I really listed the things that I really wanted from just someone, not a particular person in a body, but just in general as a partner, did I really start to notice off the bat, okay, I'm hanging out with somebody, all right, this isn't for me, I'm not tolerating this. Like I said, I was married, I've been divorced for eight years, it was my choice to get out of that marriage. I loved being married, but I was married to the wrong person. Right. For me, it's about the intention of how you move forward and what you put in your life that is beneficial to you, not only just in like relationship-wise, but work-wise, because if this is what you truly want to do and you just started a year ago, there's so much more for you to do and be out there if you want to and find someone that could be a part of that journey. And if not, you could do it by yourself, whatever, regardless. But as far as like women, we want people to, we want someone to share things with. We want someone to enjoy those things with as well. But we have to put that same energy out there that we're giving out. Because yeah. if not, we get the same energy that we don't realize that we're giving. And then we're like, oh, fuck you again. I thought I learned you. Yeah. But <laughs> I definitely keep repeating, uh, repeating my past. But this, like I said, this last one only lasted three months. And he was so horrible that 
I know exactly what I want and I hear stories like hers of successful relationships where a guy does truly love you for exactly who you are and I am not going to settle. Don't settle, girl. No. <laughs> Private Talk, we do not settle. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of Private Talk After Dark here on Patreon. I know I am loving getting to know these girls a little bit more, but now we're going to get to the next card. Carmen, are you ready to pick? I'm so ready. I know we're not in Las Vegas like you're used to, but you know. <laughs> Let's see. Ooh. Ace, Ace of Hearts. Hearts. Romantic. I like it. Would you consider yourself a romantic? I used to be. And I actually have hopeless romantic tattooed on here, but that does not apply to me anymore. I feel like I wanted the romance so much when I was going after guys who treated me like shit. Did you have a Cinderella complex? Uh, Where it's like that fairy tale that we, when we were kids, were destined to believe that that kind of thing. Like, what do you mean by that? I feel like I just was going after guys who didn't want, like, didn't treat me right. So I was wanting them to love me so bad that I was, like, Self-validity or seeking validation. Yeah, and now that, like, in my relationship, I'm definitely not the one that sounds bad but loves more, if that makes sense. Like, I definitely know he loves me so much more than I love him, so I'm kind of more, he comes to me with, like, this puppy dog love all the time, and I'm more so not, like, the romantic one anymore. But you receive it. I receive, yeah, I receive the love a I lot I feel like, more. I mean, you have this disgust look on your face like romance, oh, but you're <laughs> yeah. married and have a, you yes. know, all these things where it's like, I could understand from where that part stifledness or whatever, but it's also like, you still deserve romance and you still, right. obviously someone's giving it to you, whatever, but it's just like, um, maybe lessening the walls of like what had happened in the past and doesn't yeah. mean that it defines you in any way but it's like moving forward and if you have a healthy love then it's okay to give that back there there's something definitely there like you're saying because i wanted the love so bad when i'm like chasing it but then when all of a sudden it's in front of me now i'm like well now i don't know what to do with all this love it's almost like that so there's definitely something there like you're saying of yeah. like what do i do with it now that i have it yeah it goes deep ever <laughs> slid into somebody's dm no. Ever has somebody slid into your DM? Yes. The Have last guy that I dated. Ugh. <laughs> and it wasn't Coolio. It was not Coolio. <laughs> it was not Coolio in every way. <laughs> Have you ever slid into somebody's DM? I'm shameless. I'm out there. Ra- I am DMing every rapper. Every rapper I want to fuck. I'm like, yo, what's up? You I'm in LA? I'm go, baby. You trying to see? That's actually how I got into one guy's uh, DMs. I said, you trying to make a song called Throat Go? I'll show you about it. And he said, yeah, let me hook you up. But then he never, he never wrote the song. But you So know. did anybody answer your DMs back? Yeah, they do. They yeah. do answer them back. Yes. I always say, like, whenever I come out here, like, if I know I'm going to have a trip and I'm coming up solo, I hit up everyone. Are you in L.A.? Are you in L.A.? <laughs> but then I get too scared to follow through. Like, they'll be like, yeah. And then oh, they so give you me one of those number. and then you're like, oh, I'm here. And you're like, I'm in bed already. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I almost get, like, social anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, can, can I really do this? Like, what are they going to be like? And because I'm sober, I get a little worried, too. Like, are they going to be okay that I'm not going to be, like, partying with them? But I need to get more um, celebrity dick because they do reply. I need to go into people's DMs. Oh, I'm shameless. <laughs> See, I learn something new every day. It's awesome. Foreplay or sex? Sex. Foreplay or sex? Unless they can eat good pussy. Mm. No, I like foreplay. I honestly, I like to foreplay to the point where I'm just like, I want it so bad. Like, I feel like that's when I crave sex the most is when I'm getting the most foreplay where I'm like, let's, let's do it. And they're just kind of like teasing it out a little bit. I will like sex a lot more and it's like, 
Blue I'm, lips are oh, never a good oh, thing. Oh, blue lips are never blue a good lips. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like blue balls, but for women. Oh, blue lips. Yes. Like when you like, get, give you know, it to it's me. Like, it's like you get teased so much and then it doesn't happen. It's either can be disappointing or you just put the oh. tip in and then you come. Oh, and like, yes. That I like that feeling when you just like it's an orgasmic when you finally get it because you just like give it to me already. And if then you had a safe word, what would it be? <laughs> Banana. I keep learning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Banana. Carmen? I don't know what my safe word would be. I probably wouldn't be saying it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know my say that I don't Everything's tap out. safe with me. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Carmen. <laughs> the only time I thought I was going to tap out was Dread. Oh, God. He was great, but that was the first time I was like, whoa. Because it was too much? He's, he's massive. And you said you have tight pussy, so. <laughs> he was so big. I was like, I'm going to do this. Shit was You're gripping. You're such a pervert. You're like, well, you said you had a tight pussy. So. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I know. Like... Yeah, that's right. can picture oh, it now. True pervert. I love it. I love to see it. I love to embrace it. I love women just being comfortable in your own bodies and just like knowing what you like or yeah. what you don't like and need to tap out of sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's okay I to say, out. you know what? It's big <laughs> and it feels good. All right, next card. Ace of diamonds. diamonds is a spicy question. Ooh. Most embarrassing thing that's happened to you sexually? Oh, Lord. Ugh, I, I know mine right away. About that. You go first. <laughs> Mine's bad. Can I talk about anything? Anything. Even if it's poop? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Oh, <laughs> my God. You want to know the truth here at Truth With Texas. Get ready Girl, after dark. I got on set with these two guys, and it was for content, and they're like, can we make it a DP? Like, spur of the moment. So, of course, I'm like, yeah, I love DPs. So, I tried to do the whole clean-out process on set. You know, when you're putting so much, you're not supposed to do all that liquid right then. So, I thought I was ready to go. Literally the most embarrassing moment in my life. I started just shitting right there, and the male talent was catching it all in his hands. And it was so bad. We had to clean up the bed and everything like that. And then they still, like, we did the scene afterwards. But I'm like, how are you guys having sex in me right now? Me He was literally, like, carrying, <laughs> catching it in his hands. Rob Piper, you were a real one. He was literally catching it in his hands. I and love <laughs> Rob Piper. Rob Piper, well, I can't even talk. Rob Piper is a real one. I hung out with him in AVN one time, <sighs> and he's, honestly, he's the truth. That's, yeah. uh, I mean, it does take a real man to be that, and then fucking. Yeah, I will say that, like, they were, they were understanding, because they, uh, obviously, they knew, like, I couldn't do the anal, but they really wanted me to do the anal, and they knew I did it right then, trying for them, but the just the failing and them seeing the poop and and it being right there and then we had to change the sheets. It just felt was that so the first person that you shit on? Definitely not. No. Oh my god, my husband. Just the most embarrassing. Yes. Once after ABN, I was so hungover, but we like got breakfast in bed. My husband used bacon grease to like as lube and like what? put it all in his dick. He was like fucking a plate real quick to get it all full of bacon grease, and then fucked my ass. That bacon grease did something, and I just shit all over him. <laughs> okay, but it's like a laxative. What? Why would he put his dick on a fucking plate of bacon grease? To you did your asshole. You can't. Spit on it? I don't know. I wanted it you, in my butt and I wanted it. So to you told him to do it. You, I did. I yo, told you made that seem, you threw him out on a fucking boat. <laughs> you were just like, oh, he did it. Bitch, you told him. To I did. It. I said there's bacon grease and he's in the stick all over the place. So it was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. Interesting. That 
you horny bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I need it now. So go use that bacon grease. Girl, gag on it, spit on it, bacon grease. No. <laughs> yeah, hindsight. Seems, I don't even again. eat pork in general, but no. <laughs> never again. Don't use bacon grease out there. <laughs> Have you thought of yours yet? Um, I just, I She's forgot. She's like, I can't follow up this story. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Carmen really got me on. I <laughs> forgot to take a sponge out. And oh, no. in the, I don't know if you girls have ever done that. Mm. Um, <laughs> you can get TSS from it, from, you know, the bacteria. <gasps> so it smelled so bad. How long and was it in there, bitch? For like two, two and a half weeks. <gasps> I do not know you had a sponge inside you. I just I completely forgot. And I got tested and I went to the doctor and they're like, you have no STDs. But you don't you have smell. a yeast oh infection. God. But I could smell it. And the guy I was dating was like, Babe, I'm sorry. This is really gross. Like oh I couldn't even concentrate God. on fucking because it smelled so bad. And it, one day it just <laughs> popped out of me. Um, it just went out of you? It just popped out of me one day. I had no idea that was the case. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. How does it just come out of you without was, you getting it out? I, I guess it just, you know, it was tired of, of my It was cervix. tired of living in the, the sheltered <laughs> life and just jumped out. I've out. heard stories of, like, girls forgetting about sponges, and I remember. I have, ter- I have two, but I've never heard that it came out by itself. It did. One. But oh I've heard people God. having to go to the hospital to get theirs out yeah. because it, they couldn't get it because it yeah. was, like, stuck in yeah. something. And... I mean, I don't even want to talk to y'all about that. But I'm like, shouldn't the sponges? Like, those sponges, man. But that smell, I was, I was so embarrassed. Oh yeah. And even if, when you go to the doctor and they're telling you there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, and you're like, I know there's something wrong. It's with like me. you don't smell me. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right, craziest place you've ever had sex, Carmen. Craziest? I have had sex with the, just thinking about the doctor's office and stuff. Like that's like <laughs> very thrilling. Like I, I would love. Like I remember he was fucking me. Like. See, before the doctor got in there. Was he the doctor? What? No, he wasn't the doctor. That would be hot, too. No, it was like my boyfriend was with me at an appointment. Um. And he was fucking me before the doctor came back in. We didn't finish or anything, but it was very, like risky that i liked okay um, you like the adrenaline rush yeah i, I am i'm into that and you'd like rob a bank with someone if they really wanted you bonnie and clyde shit if i had the right dick <laughs> telling me to rob a bank i would be like yes daddy <laughs> oh, oh i love it okay you um i fucked a taxi driver once oh girl was it because you were wanted you didn't want to pay the fee or is because you wanted to fuck the taxi driver because i wanted to spite my ex-fiance um, he was really did a number on you. You did a lot of things to spite him. <laughs> yeah, and it was just a random taxi driver. We pulled over and, uh, that, you know. Did you still pay hot. for your, your cat? I did not. <laughs> but that was not the goal. That was not the goal at all. That's that was a good corny. Point but it's not, but that would have just cute. been fucked up if he was like, okay, and it's twenty four ninety five. Could you imagine? <laughs> I can't. I think there's people out there oh that would do God. that. It's like I'm paying him to fuck. Oh, oh my God. Can you give me an example of your dirty talk? Tell private talk after dark. Give us a little sample of your dirty talk. Don't get scared. She's like, please help me, Carmen. So I'm still learning my dirty talk. All right, let's. Okay, we can have beginner mm-hmm. lessons. Uh, come I on. I'll be like, oh my god, I love how hard your cock is, and I love. I'm I'm still learning dirty talk. Hey, go with it. And don't over. Like, like, I'm gonna tell you words of advice. Don't overthink it. Just stay in it. You're doing great. No one's gonna tell you or judge you because their cock is hard for you. So <laughs> let's reset. We're going to have a sexual, I mean, thinking that there is a big cock in front of you right now, what would you tell him? What would you want? Mm-hmm. Speak to your OnlyFans members out there that may subscribe to you after this. I would tell him, oh my God, I love your hard fucking cock. I want you to come inside of me because I love feeling you come drip down my pussy lips. 
Mm. I love it. Carmen's a freak. She's like, yes, talk to uh, more. She's like, you're talking about <laughs> All right, let's hear an example of your dirty talk, Miss Little Freak in the See, streets over there. I go crazy. Like, when I'm getting fucked, like, the things I say I would never say when I'm not getting fucked or like the things I want but I just want to tell them we to don't need your XR bitch use, tell us what that dirty talk is mm, just use this pussy this pussy's all yours take it fucking fill me up breed me fucking make me <laughs> oh, your little slut dirty oh yeah I'm just I want to be filled she up said breed me yes Ooh. get me pregnant give me that fucking nut I just want to be filled up like your little slut <laughs> oh you one of those you one of those toxic bitches you be telling them you be telling it's why I got two kids. <laughs> I be saying stuff I don't mean. <laughs> Until you met it, and you got two kids. Bitch. That's why I need to stop. I need to cool it and not talk like that anymore. <laughs> You're like, can I have a muzzle, please? I don't yeah, need to I be going crazy. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Last card, guys. We already know what it is. It's a naughty question. The spades, which is our favorite here. Private talk after dark. Mm. Last questions for you, ladies. Mm. Choked or spanked? Both. One or the other. You can't have both. If you had a no... Choked. Choked. Okay, there we go. Choke me till I pass out. Yes. Handcuffs or blindfold? Blindfold. Blindfold too. Yeah. She's like blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> Oral sex, slappy or clean? Slappy as fuck. It gotta be slappy. Mile high club? Not yet. I haven't yet either, but they actually do rent out uh, just in <laughs> Vegas. You can rent them and you can fuck in them and do whatever you want. Some. Of course, I'm Vegas. You, you have everything everyone needs to offer. Why go anywhere? Yes. So, <laughs> start of a very good Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Have you ever hooked up with a friend's sibling? Yes. <laughs> I, I've hooked up with a sister's boyfriend, if that counts. Have you Sorry. ever hooked up with someone's dad? Someone's dad? Well, we no, all know someone, someone's someone's really, dad. No, but I'm a like, friend of someone. <laughs> when I used to drink, I was the worst friend. I would fuck all my friends' boyfriends. Oh, bitch. That's why I can't. I'm eight years sober because I would fuck all my friends' boyfriends. It was so like you have no friends, no long-term <laughs> friends. <laughs> all my friends are like, "Why won't you party with me?" I'm like, "Trust me, you don't want that." Your man and you need to say yes. Six that quarantine fucking. Standard six feet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think six feet is good enough. For you. Yeah, no. I always want what I can't have. And when I drink, I'm like, I'm going for it. Interesting. Interesting. Have you ever? Oh, I know all that questions. Hold on. <laughs> Let me ask. Uh, biggest turn off. I don't like douchebags. Like pompous douchebags. But you just said you dated a bunch of exactly. Them, so. so I don't. I'm why she's single. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely uh, douchebag. Stay away from her OnlyFans account and her Instagram and all those social media. She doesn't want you. She wants a real man. I want a gentleman. A that's gonna allow gentleman. her to cheat, but not cheat, but be openly in a relationship that's gonna be serving to the both of you. Yes. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biggest turnoff is Thank when you. a guy is like his dick smile. Like. I can't like his dick what? smells oh. like you know like I just can't put it in my mouth I don't want to fuck you no but more bitch, why do you want to put a smelly dick in your mouth <laughs> exactly I mean, that like, means he- there's something wrong with it that's a clear red oh, flag it's happened on please set please don't put me in your mouth he's yeah. like just do it no it's just it's just no on set sometimes it's happened then like you 
you know, I'm just. I'm what do you? No, I don't know. I, You've never had a smelly dick on set. No, lucky. Because for me, like I've had uncomfortable situations, but the only uncomfortable situation that I had, like. And I get it because it's like it's there like because back then with me it was like we were doing pictures first before you do video yeah. right so then they were doing the blowjob pics and then I'm like oh no I gotta go to the bathroom real quick so I went and I talked to um it was Mark Kramer at the time because he worked for Digital yeah. Playground like so I don't know if he's like what they're called what their production manager assistant I don't know what the fuck we get to talk to on set so I was like there's something wrong with his dick yeah and he's like what do you mean I'm like there's something like on his dick like there's bumps oh shit and i'm like i'm not putting it in my mouth so but i'm not also obligated to tell you that because that's embarrassing to me mm -hmm. and it's not my situation so it's the uncomfortability level so that's why i approached him so they went and they told him or they told him again awkward because he's still gonna know who a fucking came from <laughs> exactly i never worked with this person ever again mind you well, i didn't want to after the excuses yeah. But he was like, there's nothing wrong with my dick. This is what my dick looks like. And I said, clearly, then your dick has been fucked up for a long time. Because clearly, this <laughs> is something wrong. And if you're going to sit here and tell me that I'm wrong for telling you that, I'm just good. So I left. Yeah. I never worked with him again. But I was set in my ways, whatever. But like, no, I'm not putting a smelly, weird-looking dick inside of me. Like, I don't get paid that much money, bitch, to make yeah. me feel like, I don't give a fuck how much money you pay me. And you know, no. I actually had that same situation happen with a girl where during pictures, I could smell her pussy through her panties really, really bad. And I told, <laughs> I took a break, told him, and the director told the girl to douche, and it still smelled bad. So he actually redid the whole scene where I was just, like, the aggressor, like, kind of fake, like, fucking her face a little bit with my pussy like and I was like the dominant one so I didn't have to eat her out because her pussy smelled so oh, bad I would have canceled the scene yeah it was bad <laughs> like no like I love sex I love the industry I love being like everything and like I've learned so many things from you know people like you said like sexually like things that I've known but there's certain things like not all money is good money mm. and sometimes there's a thing of like setting boundaries and precedence of like you know what I'll redo the scene with you. Like, you know, the day that you had your accident with the people that you feel horrible about your yeah. ass thing, but they still fucked you. But like, but yes. today's not the day. You know what oh I mean? Like God. you figure out whatever. And again, it's uncomfortable. But what I think is crazy to me, and not only in the sex industry, but it is sex in general, in our personal lives is why is it okay that we just think it's okay just to fuck someone, but it's awkward when we say, hey, can we not do that? I don't like that. Or can you do this yeah. more? It's whatever. It's because we should be allowed to speak up and communicate to our partners and tell us what we like and don't like because that's what enhances our sex, not the reverse. Because if you can't speak to your Period. partner who's fucking you, mm -hmm. then they shouldn't be inside of you. Right. Yeah. No. Food for thought. I love it. I love it. Preach. I need Food to like, have that on like, a little thought. audio reel. I'm just going to play to myself like, yes, Well, now girl. you have this episode of Private Talk After replay. Dark here that you're going to replay that all the time. And I hope all of you guys are replaying it because you should listen to it more than once because there's a lot of gems in here. and We've learned a lot of stuff. I appreciate you, ladies. Is there anything that you would like to ask me before you leave Private Talk After Dark? I have a question. Yeah. So you said you only do solo on your OnlyFans? I do. Is there any, like, do you ever see yourself working with another girl or a guy on your OnlyFans again? Um, I never say never for anything. For me, right. I've just been in phases of my life where I've been doing different things. I've never shamed away from the industry, even though I don't work in, like, for other companies and working in, like, you know, girl guy kind of situation in the industry. I've never announced I was retired. I've never said anything like that it's because mm. I didn't like the stipulations of, oh, well, maybe I come back or whatever. I just didn't know. So I just, for me, it was like when I wasn't having fun anymore, I wasn't going to do it. So I never say never. 
Um, I have been open to the idea of working with maybe ladies and kind of seeing where that goes with. Um, But for me, it's like it is also a big thing where when you work for yourself for so long and many years and you only have to work on your own timeline, it's very different because people's schedules, people's, you know, things, it's just a lot of variables. Mm -hmm. But I'm not I'm not closed off to it. It's it may happen. I'm not sure. It just depends on the right situation and the right scenarios. Cool. Um. I would just ask if you were, since I'm newer in the industry, if you'd give me one piece of advice being as successful as you are, what would it be? Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, For me, I would say stay humble. Remember where you came from. Remember that you can't take it back. So be mindful of everything that you choose and choose not to do. And it's okay to say no. And don't ever feel like you have to be forced to do anything you don't want to because it's your body and it's your right. Right. I have one more question. Yes. Can you make your ass clap? Does your ass clap? Like in your private, not asking you to do it, but like, can you make your ass clap? My ass definitely claps. I'm just thinking of my outfit to know that if it would clap, I don't It's hard in outfits like that. And this, because it's like very whatever, but maybe when we take pictures, I'm sorry, Patreon, but maybe the next episode, I'll wear something a little more like clap worthy. I'm over here, I'm like, I watched you walk to the bathroom earlier and I'm like, I bet she can make her ass clap. I already know you're going to go home and masturbate to me. You already know. Fuck your husband to me. I already know, girl. I can see the way you, you get those fuck me eyes over there. Be like, do you want to do content with me? Basically, is what she just asked, but she acts things yeah. like dumb private talk. So. But I know what her intentions were. No, but I love it. Please tell us your social medias, your whatever platform you want us to support. We want to hear it all. Caitlin? Um, I am Twitter, which has recently got suspended, but hopefully will come back, is Caitlin Bell XXX, and it's Caitlin with the C and an I, no L, or or Y in my name. My OnlyFans is also Caitlin Bell XXX. My Instagram is Caitlin is Naughty. And my backup Instagram is Caitlin is Naughty now. You're gonna get deleted on Instagram with that name. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like Naughty on Instagram. <laughs> they what is your social media? Beautiful. So my OnlyFans is onlycarmen.com and Carmen's with the K. And then I'm real Carmen on Instagram and TikTok for now until they delete me. And then Carmen Karma <laughs> on Twitter. All right, there you have it, guys. Go make sure you support these lovely ladies. Thank you for listening to us and all our crazy stories. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe and you are enjoying this fucking page because I know I am. Until next time. This episode is sponsored by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge? It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.